All right. Thanks for being with us today. Lots to get to. Coming up in the program, we're going to talk about movement during the long weekend. It will be a long weekend for many people. But as you know, we are being advised, uh, pleaded with, recommended that we stay home and not head out, stay in your community. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that coming up on the program. As well, we're going to check in with the HealthSick First Nation about why they are turning away anybody that comes to their community, even if it's to stock up on supplies or to get some kind of shelter. They're saying it's just too dangerous and they will not be allowing people to dock in their community. We're also going to talk hunting and fishing, why there has been such an increase when it comes to hunting licenses and wild game permits in light of COVID-19. But first, something you just heard on the news, the Vancouver Park Board has announced that Stanley Park will be going car-free as of tomorrow. So let's bring in Howard Norman. He is the Director of Parks at the Vancouver Park Board. Howard, thank you so much for being with us. No, no problem. Good afternoon, Jill. Uh, so this is going to be in place tomorrow. What are people going to see that's different if they're headed to Stanley Park tomorrow? Well, they're going to see a lot more signs. They're going to be uh, greeted by some park rangers, possibly VPD at the roundabout off of Georgia Street or off of Beach Avenue uh, to redirect them uh, back out of the park, unfortunately. Um, and they will see a lot more space uh, for people that are actually in the park who have walked or cycled into the park. And so, But buses will still be in there, will they? Uh, the 19 bus will still go up to the, to the uh, loop and turn around because that's a lot more, it's a lot easier for the bus. But if uh, we find that the bus is crowded or causing an issue, then the bus can be redirected right at the roundabout. All right. So if people are still cycling or walking in the park and maintaining that distance, then will they be able to then go on the roadway? Absolutely. Uh, we're at this point only asking cyclists to use the roadway. Um, the seawall will still be open. But as you probably know, and most people know the seawall, it has some pinch points. Uh, that are definitely problematic. So we are asking cyclists to use the road. They'll have two lanes plus the parking lanes to, to ride in. Um, and I think it'll be a new adventure. I think people will, will hopefully uh, embrace that. Are you concerned, though? There has been a lot of talk of the seawall, and anybody that has been on it knows that it's impossible in many parts of it to do a two-meter distance from other people. Why not just close it down altogether so you make sure people aren't getting too close? Well, it's been a step-by-step process. You know, we originally, we shut down our playgrounds, we shut down this, with that. We didn't really want to go hard and cold right away with this. So we're, we're hoping that people use good judgment and we'll have, we have our park champions out there. We have our park rangers asking people to distance. I'm actually noticing quite a, an increase in people distancing. Um, but again, there's those choke points. So people can use the road as well. It isn't just for bikes. There's sidewalk up there. There's the, the roadway. It's an opportunity more so than taking cars out of the park. It's an opportunity to give people more space to recreate in Stanley Park, particularly the people in the West End. And for those who are caught not distancing, uh, I know we've been talking as well today about a number of warnings that have been handed out. Will people still be getting warnings or park rangers or, or I guess they'd have to call bylaw maybe? Would they be getting tickets? At, at this point, we're still in the warning phase, uh, but we are ramping up to uh, the ticketing phase if need be. And what would be that, that turning point that you would go from warnings to tickets? I think if people just have a blatant disregard. I mean, I, I use this theory that, uh, you know, 10% spoiled for 90 other, the other 90%. And we are still seeing, uh, you know, we give over 1,600 warnings since uh, March the 22nd. And those warnings, uh, you know, even though they're given as an, they're counted as an individual, often they're for a group of, you know, 4, 5, 10, 12. So a much bigger group at that point. So People just need to think about what they're doing. You know, the, the, the virus doesn't move. We move the virus. So if people keep that in mind, 
and social distance like they've been instructed to, um, it won't be an issue. If uh, we have to take a harder approach, then we'll take a harder approach. Uh, 1,600 warnings uh, since, sorry, March 22nd. Is that throughout to all Vancouver parks? Yeah, but we've been mainly focused on uh, the, the hot spots, which is the seawall, uh, Jericho, Kitsilino, uh, where, where people tend to gather historically. Those are the main spots we've been focused on. Right. The parking lots at uh, Jericho and that have been shut for uh, a time seems to have all melded together, but the, it's, they've been shut for, for some time now. Uh, has That's that made a big difference in what you're seeing? Yeah, I think it's made, it's made a real difference. I mean, originally people were trying to roll the logs out of the way and just, you know, I mean, in, you know, we had to take out the, the, the poles for beach volleyball. I mean, people are habitual, right? They want to go back and do the same thing they've always done. The weather gets good, the sun comes out, people in Vancouver want to get out. What we're asking is for people to try to recreate in their own neighbourhood. We have over 230 parks in Vancouver. We have lots of walking trails, um, lots of interesting places people have maybe have never been before in their own community. Asking people to stay there and explore your neighbourhood. Um, so, yes, parking lots are closed. It's awkward. It, we don't want to jam neighbourhoods with people... Um, you know, illegally parking. So it's it's a challenge, but I think the message is getting out there. Um, and, and to talk, uh, looking at Stanley Park again as well, and in some other parks, uh, there there are homeless people living in those parks. Have they been talked to or have people checked on them to see if they're distancing or what their what their situation is? Yeah, we find most of those people are very individual, mostly stay out of out of the way. Uh, they're they're well tucked in the in the woods. But those that aren't get visited frequently by VPD Mounted Squad, um, also by our park rangers. We know the majority of them. Uh, we try to ensure that they social distance properly. I would say the majority, again, are, are individuals. Um, but it's definitely a challenge in Stanley Park to know where everybody is and what they're up to. But we're doing our best. And for people then, what message would you give? I mean, is this kind of the trial weekend in that it is going to be really nice weather? It's going to be a long weekend for a lot of people. Is this the weekend where the behavior will dictate whether or not you have to take further steps? Absolutely. I mean, the the city and the park board are monitoring this closely. We will will be having people out actually monitoring that you probably won't even know they're out there. But, you know, you can look around the world and see what other cities have had to do. We don't want to go down that road. It's a last resort. But seriously, I mean, people need to really think about this and do the right thing. So, yes, we will be monitoring. We are prepared to take the next step. But our preference, of course, is not to. Right. And one other question about garbage. Are there enough garbage cans, do you think? Because unfortunately, we're also seeing people uh, throwing face masks, gloves, things that might be contaminated on the grounds. And I'm assuming that's happening in parks as well. Yeah, that's correct. We do have a crew out that does uh, pick paper, the litter collectors um, that walk with buckets and tongs. Um, but there are quite a few totes <coughs> excuse me, on the seawall. So we're asking people to not dispose of gloves, masks, or anything else for that matter that they may have touched without putting it in the garbage can. They're spaced out, um, you know, and it, if it's in your hand, you can take it to a garbage can. It doesn't have to get immediately dropped on the ground. So please, please pick, take your trash back with you or find a garbage can. All right. Uh, Howard Norman, thank you so much. Appreciate your time today. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. All right. Howard Norman is the Director of Parks uh, in Vancouver. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to know what you are seeing in your local park, wherever you are.